0: And you are listening to Sports Done Right. We'll be right here in a couple minutes. Stay tuned, people. Sports Done Right is coming up in two minutes. Tuned in to the Sports Governor of Minnesota. Sports Done Right with Vince Wright is coming up next. You're just about a minute and a half away. Keep it tuned. A couple more yeah, seconds, right. we'll be right back here.
1: the office of minnesota's number one sports authority he's the governor of sports talk radio and by way of executive order serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right
0: what up what up what up everybody it's going down Live and direct from a very cold and very chilly Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota This is Sports Done Right with Sports Governor Vince Wright Thank you guys very much for joining us And the chat room is already popping So first and foremost on this night of actually um, executive privilege I noticed my counterpart, the President, Mr. Obama Is giving his State of the Union tonight So we're going to give a little state of our union tonight, have some fun, Um, smoke them stogies, have a drink, do your thing. I see the first lady through the glass. We may be able to get her on here. Um, All kinds of fun stuff tonight. And in the second hour, a very special guest. Uh will be joining us, our main man. You know him as dollars and cents in the Doug Stewart chat rooms and on all of our chat rooms <laughs> basically. But uh Reggie Lawrence is gonna be coming through the second hour and he's gonna be hanging out with the governor and we're gonna be chopping it up. So again, feel free to call in, folks. The number six five one nine six eight zero one two four. That'll get you through on the executive line. Again, six five one nine six eight. 0124. And when my hands are free here, I'll get that typed up in the chat room. Let's move on over to the chat room, the House of Representatives, as I call it, and say what up to everybody out there. So we got Kick It. Hey, our main man, KC. KC is in the house. KC! Love KC, man. KC's doing that podcast thing. He's got TV crews following him around Atlanta for the Doug Stewart weekend uh kesey is doing his thing man and definitely check out his show the kicking it with kesey show here on spreaker.com as well we just wrapped up with our main man from huntsville alabama t tiller otherwise known as that ninja what is up my brother indeed indeed we got our main man and Actually, he is Georgia State's favorite alumni. We got our main man, Sluggo, up in here as well. What up, Slug? What up, my brother? And ladies and gentlemen, please rise. Remove your hats and give it up for the very lovely and the very, very uh, smart Thorny Switch. The pride of the University of Georgia at Athens. Thorny switch, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all right. Well, let's get it kicking here, man. Um, Tuesday nights, and you know what that means. I am live in the Situation Room. Make sure you follow us on our Facebook page, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, you can tweet me at the Big Smooth One, the number one. And you can also email the show at V M A-N-N 31 at gmail.com. Again, that is V-A Vin Man. V M-A-N-N-31 at gmail.com. And actually got a couple interesting emails. We'll talk about that a little later on. So what do you think, man? Football, football, football all over the place. Got to give it up. Unfortunately, Nick Saban is is a master. I mean, what can you say? It's it's. I mean, honestly, that's, that's all you can say. Uh, incredible, incredible. So we'll get into uh, football later. Um, what we're going to do in the first half of the show, we're going to talk a little basketball, some Big Ten stuff, get that out the way. As we head into that second hour, like I said, we're going to have our main man, Dollars and Cents, join us. And we are going to just chop it up. Um, I'm not sure if I'm able to take multiple calls at one time. I didn't have enough time to test that out before the show. So we can try it at uh, me and Reggie. Cause he, obviously he's going to be on the phone since he lives in Michigan. Um, we can see if we can maybe get multiple calls in and me and him can be on the phone and take questions as well. So man, again, glad everybody can join us today. Uh, first want to give big respects, uh, to one of my, um, You know, I didn't listen to this guy a lot in the 70s because he was on the Ziggy Stardust thing. But we got to give a definite uh, rest in peace to uh, David Bowie. We're going to be featuring um, some of his songs tonight in the breaks. Uh, David worked with everybody, did all kinds of different genres of music, uh, all kinds of stuff, man. So we're definitely going to give props to David Bowie tonight. And we'd like to, oh, how can we not welcome the Secretary of Sports Information, Mr. Jungle Brothers in the joint. What's up, Jungle? <laughs> Jungle Brother, the Ted Turner of the Spreaker.com family here. He's the one that's putting everything together. Um, all kinds of shows. All I want to say is make sure that you're following all these groups on Facebook. Um, you know, you're following following the guys on the. Uh, you know, uh Facebook, Twitter, where wherever it is, because there's all kinds of shows coming up. And speaking of which, we kicked off our new show last Sunday morning. We called it Sunday service. Come on over to church, sports style, so to speak. That was a lot of fun. Uh <laughs> we got uh Jugo and John Fisher getting into it a little bit there. Made uh made the Sunday a little bit exciting, but all is good and uh, everybody as well. Grego up in the joint as well, the main supporter of the Cheats. That's right, the New England Patriots, otherwise known. What up, Grego? Appreciate you coming through, man. Again, sports done right every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. So we got all kinds of fun stuff here, man. Um, we are, oh, we're actually... Past our break here, we got started a little late, so I'm going a, a couple minutes late. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take our first break here.' We're gonna listen to a little David boy. when I come back, we are gonna get into some big ten talk. we're gonna look at some power rankings we're gonna talk about players of the week, and also, I thought it'd be fun. I found a fun little article out there today that ranks basically the top two hundred um universities in terms of their value so we're gonna see who the number one university is in terms of their actual money value like if you could actually sell these programs this is what they would be worth so these numbers are going to blow your mind people uh and the big tens represented very well there so smoke them if you got them drinking if you're drinking them thank you for joining sports done right we are going to get started here we're going to take our first break about 4 minutes 15 seconds so that is the time that you got to to chill and everybody I cannot wait to get started with you everybody sports done right keep it tuned here one of my favorite David Bowie Bowie, Bowie David Bowie songs Boom!
1: you want a job done right you do it yourself when you want your sports done right you download the speaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of minnesota sports talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show
0: and what's going on everybody vince wright the sports governor back in the house thanking the lovely tree taylor for those wonderful backing uh, vocals there and gotta give much props to a couple main man main men excuse me my my main homie out there in the valley of the sun has joined us again james fuller otherwise known as the fix it man what is going down sir studio audience loves big james And of course Jeff Repo. So all right, folks. Um lots of stuff going on today. Um one of the main things that's happening right now is that um is that the is that the oh excuse me getting the thing up here and one of the main things that's going down is san diego is moving back to los angeles it looks like and they will be joined by the former los angeles rams so there it's uh, one of the things is of course the first lady popped in here and threw me off um st louis rams going back home to los angeles the chargers going up to Los Angeles, pretty much a done deal it's looking like. And what do you guys think about that? Does LA really need two teams? I mean, I know it's the second biggest market. We know the money that's out there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And one of the other things that's being talked about now is that with Oakland bowing out of this deal, Do they possibly go over to the San Francisco 49ers and say, hey, let's work out a deal where we can play over here in Santa Clara at your stadium? So what do you think? I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So lots of stuff going on. Big Ten basketball getting started waiting for my Minnesota Gophers to come on here. The Northwestern Wildcats are going right now. Got the first lady here trolling me through the window, of course. Uh, she may be on a little later. Give her a little versatile discipline. She's saying she's not coming on tonight, but we will see. Um, Northwestern is up with about a minute left. 65-57 over the Wisconsin Badgers. And like I said, our golfers are playing Nebraska tonight after that. So lots of stuff going on. And we also have a late game, Maryland and Michigan will be playing at nine o'clock Eastern as well. So that ninja in the chat room says L.A. fans have too many options to support a team properly. I totally agree with that ninja. Um, Everybody who's been to L.A. knows too much other stuff going on. You got nice women, you got beaches, you got oceans, you got mountains, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, instead of paying triple digits for a football ticket when you can watch it at home, In the comfort of your home, by the way, in L.A., probably with the windows open. And as John Fisher likes to say, with the toes out. So (laughs) we will see there. Sluggo says, isn't St. Louis a great sports town? Did the city not support the uh, or does the owner just want to move to greener pastures? I think from everything I've heard about it, Sluggo, is that it's more the owner wants to move to greener pastures. They have had some issues in terms of getting a new stadium. That, uh, I don't know if it's still the RCA Dome or Edward Jones Dome, whatever they call that thing out there. It is, it you know, it just looks hideous. Um, in the inside, it, it, nothing appealing about that stadium, but at the same time, cities are not going to be held hostage anymore by these stadium deals. A lot of them aren't, and especially in California, you have a very liberal population, political, you know, politically out there. And that's just one thing that they're not for. That's why the 49ers couldn't get a stadium in San Francisco. Uh, I had the, you know, obviously, one of the most extreme uh, liberal areas in the country. And they said, tooth and nail, we are not kicking in one dime. So that's why they had to move down the road to uh, Santa Clara. So the final vote still has to be taken tonight, peeps. We're going to see what uh, goes on there. So looks like, as of now anyway... The St. Louis Rams will once again, for the first time in, oh, 20-some years, they're going to be the Los Angeles Rams. They used to play out in Anaheim where the California, listen to me, I date myself, the California Angels there. Uh, No, that'd be whatever, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim before they renovated that stadium for baseball only. The Rams uh, played there. They also played over at the Coliseum. I imagine they're probably gonna have to play at the Coliseum here while the stadium is uh, being built. You know, it's still two years out. So lots of things happening here. Jungle Brothers says yes, they got options, but with millions of folks in a hundred and fifty mile radius radius and the Hollywood and aerospace corporations, it's enough to to sell to sell out the stadium. And I that's a good point. You know, Los Angeles, second largest city in the country second largest uh, metro area. So there, you know, it's just a matter of driving. You're going to have to have real good infrastructure. Jungle is a uh, truck driver. He he knows the mean roads of America and Los Angeles traffic. Anybody who's had to deal with that knows exactly what kind of hell that, that, you know, that is down there. So and Grego says Todd Gurley is going to love that. Yeah, getting out of that St. Louis cold, going back. And that's the other thing. If Now, if you're a player on these teams, two, two options. If you're in St. Louis, more than likely you're loving life. But, again, there is a cost of living increase uh, going out there. So unless you're making millions, you know, this can be a little bit of a hit for a financial, um, you know, financially for a player maybe making league minimum. And I don't know what that is nowadays, but – Just something to think about, something to think about. Now, if you're San Diego, you're just coming right up the road a couple hours. Uh, David, or Philip Rivers, excuse me, has not been a fan of moving his family to Los Angeles or the L.A. area. But I think he's going to find a way to kind of let that slide. So there you have it. As of now, folks, again, San Diego and St. Louis are heading back to good old La La Land. All right. Some other things happening in here. Your boy, Aaron Rodgers engaged. That's right. Little sports done right. TMZ style here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got engaged uh, this past week to Olivia Munn, a very, very fetching actress. And she's in the uh, new Kevin Hart movie, uh, Ice Cube, uh, Right Along, the sequel there. So looking good and uh, getting her acting chops on, but she is, and we'll see. Obviously, it's Hollywood. It's sports it's celebrities. We'll see if they get to the altar, but as of now, they are engaged. What can you say? So, what else is going on here across the sports landscape? Baron Davis, y'all. Remember that name? Yeah, good old Baron Davis is back, and he signed with the D League. 36 years old, and he is let's see here, pardon me. He last played in the NBA in the 2012. So very, very interesting there. Um I'm trying to read through the story here and ironically <laughs> nice sight. It doesn't have the team that he's going to, so We will see there. I don't know. Maybe they haven't released the team's information yet, but look for 36-year-old Baron Davis back in the D League. I don't know. Maybe money's tight or whatever or why he's doing that. Uh, He had a pretty decent career. Should just let it slide. Get on with your life, my man. Get on with your life. So Jeff says the Rodgers might want to double-check that idea. (laughs) Funny guy, funny guy. Ooh. And the crowd kind of liked it, too, I guess. So what else we got going on here? And again, you're listening to Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. I am Sports Done Right every Tuesday night, Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow us on our Facebook page, at Sports Done Right. And also make sure that you follow us um, on Spreaker.com as well. Hit them hearts. Let's get them likes going, man. And we're going to turn this thing out. So, Oh, one other thing I wanted to go over. Um, Check it out We got the final AP Top 25 poll I thought this would just be fun um, I could have saved it to later But I want to throw it out there now We're about to take our second break here In just a couple minutes And then when I come back from break I'm going to go right into the chat room And give you guys the uh, House of Representatives Their proper due So uh, number one Obviously Alabama took all the first place votes Which is 61 of them Clemson finished number two. Stanford finished number three ahead of, that's right, Ninja, Ohio State. Ohio State finishes number four. Oklahoma, number five. The Spartans of Michigan State, number six, just ahead of TCU, who finished up 11-2 at number seven. And this could be real interesting for next year. The University of Houston, yeah, the Cougars, baby. 13-1, and they finished with a top 10 finish number eight number nine university of iowa the hawkeyes finished 12 and 2 when nobody thought they were going to do a whole lot this year and rounding out the top 10 the rebels from down south Ole miss that's right the university of mississippi 10 and 3 finishes and they round out the top 10 notre dame 11 michigan 12 baylor 13 florida state 14 and north carolina finishes at 15 So we're going to have real, real interesting time next year. Obviously, Alabama, I'd imagine, is coming back as the favorite. And not only that, it'll probably be ranked number one. So lots to get into. All right, let's take another break here gonna keep things moving like i said we're probably gonna take some extra maybe an extra break or two this first hour we're already half hour in so um half hour we're gonna get reggie on the line otherwise known as dollars and cents he's gonna kick it with us to the second hour you guys keep it tuned here sports done right we got some more david boy china girl
1: you want a job done right you do it yourself when you want your sports done right you download the speaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of minnesota sports talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show
0: and what's going down everybody you got the governor vince wright sports done right every tuesday night breaker.com and that's where you can find me you as they say vince wright the sports governor and i am chilling let's get into this chat room here the house of representatives on a night where the president is given the state of the union address the governor will be um you know i'm gonna do that next week i, I need to get into a state of the gopher depression here um, now that football's over here, and we're going to get into that Vikings game when we get uh, dollars and cents on the line. But our basketball teams are, are sucking bad up here, and um, we've got an early start here. Minnesota, Nebraska tied early on 4-4, and it is this is a critical game for the Minnesota Golden Golfers. But let's get into the chat here. Appreciate everybody hanging out. Dollars and Cents has joined us as well. Our main man, he's getting set up. He's going to be on here in about 20 minutes, people. So make sure you stick around. Reggie Lawrence making his debut on Sports Done Right. So, hey, Dollars, looking forward to the commentary, says Thorny Switch, the lovely and very nice and talented Thorny Switch. Appreciate you, Grego. Um, everybody was grooving to the uh, David Boy. there. Got some two-step going on. And, yeah, that David Boy man, he, he really was something from – you know when he started in the 60s to everybody he's worked with i mean you've seen i'm sure all the pictures that have been going around facebook and i thought that real cool when i posted today of him and uh, most death back from 2003 of all people that collaboration so real nice there gotta say what up to big tank my main man big tank is in the house what up big tank (laughs) that is our main man tank murdoch so folks let's get into this here as we gotta get some stuff out there i'm gonna fly through some big 10 info here we're gonna talk about the future odds as well on next year's college football championship and we'll tell you what is in terms of uh, dollars the richest sports program out there so let's start with the big 10 ladies and gentlemen um uh, the player of the week and this comes from the Big 10 network University of Iowa Iowa senior Mike Gasell was named Big 10 player of the week. Um this let's see here this is his second Big 10 weekly Big 10 award. Gasell has earned that um in his playing days down there at Iowa. He was also named Big 10 freshman of the week back in 2012. So, Gasell posted his first career double, 22 points and 10 assists in a 77-66 victory over Nebraska back on January 5th. Uh that win at the time improved Dye with with 4 or excuse me 3 0 in league play, their best start since the 2002-2003 season. Gasell matched career highs in free throws made, 11 and attempts, which were 13. Scored 19 of his 22 points and dished out seven dimes as well. So want to say what up to him. He is a native of Sioux City, Nebraska. Or excuse me, South Sioux City, Nebraska. And he is a player to be watched. So congratulations to Mike Gasell of the University of Iowa Hawkeyes. All right, that leads us into our Big Ten Power Rankings. That's right, people, the Power Rankings of the Big Ten. Um, We have had really not a lot of movement in these since we talked last week. Uh, Michigan State is number two. Maryland is number one. They were number one last week. Michigan State was number two last week. Purdue was number three last week. Iowa made the jump from number five to number four. Indiana, Indiana. They basically switched places. Indiana went down from four to five. And uh, with uh, James Blackman Jr. out with an injury for an undisclosed amount of time for the Hoosiers, they've definitely cooled off a bit. They continue to shoot a high percentage, but their defense is kind of lacking right now. So keep an eye on the Hoosiers. And they may be looking to make a coaching change, too. It's going to be real interesting. They're 12-3. and three. I mean, you know, if you're a Minnesota fan, you you take 12-3 and three all day long. But, man, I don't know. I don't know. All right, and um you know, let's see here. So it goes on Michigan 6, Ohio State 7, Northwestern is number 8, Wisconsin number 9, Illinois number 10, the Cornhuskers of Nebraska 11, Penn State number 12, and our lowly Minnesota Golden Gophers are 13. Let's talk about these Gophers for a minute. Oh, uh, yes, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. What can we say, folks? James Fuller in the chat room says it perfectly. Patino is on the clock. And before I continue, what up to Mr. OG Dion in the house? So, Minnesota Golden Gophers, folks, are winless in Big Ten play. They got a win here tonight at Nebraska. Looking okay early on. But if they lose this game, Patino's kid is on the hot seat. Now, the thing is is that Patino has what it at the time, the number 17th ranked recruiting class coming in here next year and that's nationally, by the way, folks. Gophers have a top 20 recruiting class all set coming in here next year. but this year, last year, horrible, horrible. So we're gonna see that that um, that class that's coming in is ranked number three overall in the big 10 for next year. So we're going to see, James, um, you know, when they, when they fired Tubby Smith, you know, Tubby left the uh, NCAA team that got to the second round. And it wasn't good enough. Uh, I think Minnesota, because of, you know, some success that we've had up here in the past, some some people have an inflated view of exactly what the Minnesota job is. And I think, unfortunately, they are really starting to wake up and chickens coming home to roost that maybe this job isn't all that they think it is granted it is a big 10 job it does put you in a power conference for basketball absolutely if not the best conference for basketball but there's just something and i don't know maybe it's when you go outside on a day like today and it's six below zero 15 below wind chill makes it hard for people to maybe want to stay up here but i digress who knows who knows Yes, Dollars, Uh, Tubby did coach here. He had um, some success, uh, got to the second round of the NCAA, but again, um, folks just kind of got tired and and thought that they could do better with Dan Monson, and he was the guy who was out at Gonzaga at the time and was doing good things out there. And, you know, so on paper, you know, they, they took a chance, but unfortunately that didn't work out. And the Gophers are where they are today. So we will see. Um, Coach Patino did an interview on the local station here I caught this morning. Um, I got to give the guy a little bit of credit. He knows what's going on. He obviously knows uh, people are are really impatient with this program. Uh, University of Minnesota basketball literally was the toughest ticket in town here in the Clem Haskins days when we were making our runs there. You could not find a Gopher basketball ticket. I, it, literally you cannot find one folks and man it just it's just ridiculous now um i see dollars and cents out there minnesota just doesn't have the cachet absolutely absolutely they're gonna either gonna have to find that diamond in the rough or who knows maybe patino can turn it around he will probably be here unless the gophers lose every game this year and some people say that may be a possibility <laughs> um i don't know the gov just doesn't know and you're listening to vince right sports.com or sports.com sports done right shoot coach patino got me all fired up over here um check us out spreaker.com every tuesday night follow us on facebook sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t and make sure you're following me on twitter at the big smooth one that's the number one and ladies and gentlemen lo and behold here he is the chief rocker himself jersey bird What up, Chief Rocker? That's right. Jersey Vern is in the mix. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going down, sir? Glad you could join us, my friend. OG Dion, Dollars and Cents, James Fuller, Jeff, my mother Reese Bell is in here, which means my dad is listening. And my dad is from the Pittsburgh area. So you know what that means? Go Steelers. That's right. We'll talk a little bit about that when we get Reggie on the line here in about 12 minutes. So we are just finishing up here. Uh, Gophers. Like I said, they're seeking their first conference victory after starting Big Ten play with losses to Ohio State and Penn State and Michigan State and Northwestern. They are 0-4. Um, here's the recruiting class that's coming in for us next year. And to the folks who aren't in the chat room, go for fans that I know listen on demand because they tell me and email me, the University of Minnesota men's basketball team... Uh, we welcome Amir Coffee, whose dad Richard Coffee was a Gopher stud back in the day, from Hopkins High School here in Hopkins, Minnesota. Forward, let's see, forward Eric Curry out of Little Rock, Arkansas, and that's Southwest High School, or excuse me, Southwest Christian Academy down there, and then Michael Hurt out of Rochester here at Rochester John Marshall, and again they signed their national letters of intent on, back in November. And it says here the trio represents the highest-rated signing class in Patino's tenure as the group is ranked, like I said, 17th nationally and 20th in the nation by Scout.com. So there you go. There you go. All right. So, again, let's see what these Gophers can do. Big Ten basketball on the prowl. Michigan State looking good. Purdue, Iowa, those are your main three teams that you're going to have to keep an eye on. Wisconsin looks okay they're starting to adjust with their new coach but we digress here because we're going to keep some things moving so richest sports programs in the country i saw some of you guys already kind of chatting about this so let's talk about this if the number one team or the number one program in the country is the ohio state university that's right folks what can you say man what can you say all right enough of that jersey got his fair share ohio state is valued at 946 million dollars god dog wow you got almost a billion dollar program there brother Wow, almost a billion dollar program at Ohio State University. They topped the list at number 1, followed by the University of Texas at 885 million, the University of Michigan coming in at number 3 at 811 million, Notre Dame University, the Catholics coming in at 723 million, University of Alabama right behind them at let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Bamas at 694 million, followed by Oklahoma, number six, 674 million. The Florida Gators, 636 million. Louisiana State at number nine, 612 million. And wrapping it up at number 10 for the Big Ten is the Penn State University, 481 million is what their program is estimated to be worth. Uh, The other Big Ten schools, actually the next two schools are Big Ten schools. Nebraska at 11, that's right, Nebraska at 11, 439, or 444, and then Iowa at 439. Wisconsin is at number 17, 352 million. 28 is Michigan State, 246 million. Our University of Minnesota Golden Gophers are at number 36, 194 million dollars. And then number 45, Northwestern, 149 million, 46 Indiana, 132 million, and Purdue is 47 at 130 million. Maryland, 54, Illinois, 55, and Rutgers is 67. So, man, big-time money going through these big-time programs is all I can say, people. Incredible. Incredible that's all i gotta say it's just big money and it's all about the dollars because why dollars if it don't make dollars it don't make sense people i'm just trying to be funny out there man what can i say what can i say all right man i know i know it's what the gov is sometimes he's a fool all right i'm chilling in a situation room And all kinds of stuff going on. Let's give you guys some updates as to what's happening in the sports world out there before we get into our last David Bowie break. We're going to get dollars and cents here on the phone in just a couple minutes. And let's do this. I'm going to move some of the monitors around here deep in the situation room, as we like to say. Hope everybody had a great weekend as well. Man, lots of, besides the cold, and we'll get into the football here, but lots of, you know, good football games, a lot of good basketball games, can't wait. So, James, your Phoenix Suns are down 95-84 to Indiana. That is with about five and a half minutes left in the fourth. Just under uh, 50 seconds left in quarter number three. And we have San Antonio up on Detroit, 80 to sixty-six. The New York Knicks are leading Boston by a point, 85 84. Looks like the fourth quarter just started there. A couple games at halftime here, folks. We got the Houston Rockets actually just getting started, 51 44, coming back to the third quarter. And the Chicago Bulls are up on Milwaukee. It seems like the Bulls have been playing Milwaukee every day. I don't know. But the Bulls are up 51 48 on the Bucks the Oklahoma City Thunder they're up big on our Timberwolves as usual 69-53 and the Dallas Mavericks are up in the second quarter with about 2 minutes 50 seconds left they're leading LeBron and the Cavaliers 42 to 37 and your late game tonight is out in la la land baby it's the staples sing the staples center Los Angeles Lakers and the new orleans pelicans folks so that's what we got going on there in the world of the mba clemson opens up at an early six to one favorite in the books out there in vegas which are your local bookies they are the early betting favorites six to one followed by bama at seven to one for the college football championship next year Oklahoma's getting 10 to 1 odds right now, and Baylor is getting 12 to 1 odds. Stanford, Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Florida State, and Tennessee all are 15 to 1 odds. And I'll tell you what, man, Ohio State may be worth a little trip to Vegas or to your, your favorite um, betting partner there. We won't call them bookies. We'll just say your friends and maybe throw them uh, ducats down. Because Ohio State at 15 to 1, I might be on the plane to Vegas next week. So, rewind. Another couple ones, USC at 30 to 1, I was at 30 to 1, Oregon and Ole Miss as well at 30 to 1, and LSU at 20 to 1. So, all right, man, when we come back, we're going to do this. I am going to get on. We're going to do our last little break here. I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to get our main man, Dollars and Cents. So Dollars, get ready for the call. You see something pop up from that 651 area code, homie. You get ready to answer that phone. Dollars also says OSU, great program. Absolutely. Thorny says uh, bartering predates the United States. Whoops, I'm going to have to jump back in the chat rooms. They obviously got some chats going on here. That ninja, everybody looks like, has been welcoming the chief rocker jersey, Vern. And we love Vern popping in here along with OG Dion. And let's see. Man, Vince just doesn't have the... Yeah, Minnesota, excuse me. That's right. We already said that, the cachet. And, well, let's just do this here. You guys keep chatting. Keep doing your thing. Sports done right. Lots of stuff popping up. By the way, um, one thing I did want to share with you folks... Um, I got an email here from a uh, author of um, sports books, and apparently he's heard the show. He may he's may have done some work with uh, uh, Kesey as well. Um, He has a book out there on titled the what is it? The 50 most underrated uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, Rashad Smith or something like that. But anyway, I'm going to get at him. Uh, got his email here so lots of stuff starting to pop off man we're gonna bring you all kinds of fun stuff in 2016 so let's do this let's get the break let's get reset here for our last little hour and i'm gonna get the music going we're gonna get dollars on the phone and we are gonna have lots of fun this last hour so ladies and gentlemen keep it tuned here sports done right
2: Check ignition, and may God's love be with you. This is Ground Control. So I'm stepping through the door And I'm floating in a most peculiar way And the stars look very different
1: When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I am Vince Wright. Thank you for listening, Sports Done Right, people we are back and guess who is back with us the one the only he is the main man from michigan himself he the government name is reggie lawrence the code name in the chat rooms is dollars and cents so ladies and gentlemen get up stand up out your seats while i i with more pride than i could ever say welcome to the executive mansion mr dollars and cents reggie how are you sir
3: I'm doing well. How you doing, big baby, aka Vince? I think mean, you got more AKA and teams than Shaq, brother.
0: <laughs> hey man, you know me. I'm just I'm just trying to make a dollar out of some sense up here, brother. Welcome aboard. <laughs> hey, Reg man. Yeah,
3: man.
0: Well, first. let's do this first, Reggie. Why don't you tell the people just a little bit about yourself, man? We know you as Dollars and Cents. We know you're a huge Steelers fan. But, you know, I didn't know you lived in Michigan, so why don't you just kind of give us a little bit of the backstory? story, uh, you know, where you went to school, all that stuff, brother.
3: Yeah, grew up quick, grew up in Cleveland Heights, um, uh suburb near Cleveland. Um, became a Steelers fan, when I was young. Um, actually, that's probably the only the Pittsburgh, well, I like the Penguins too, but Steelers fan, huge Penguins fan. Uh, followed the Indians, which are terrible, Cavaliers, and then Ohio State with uh, the college in Rhode Island, and uh, – I'm a pharmaceutical rep, rep out here in Michigan, brother, so I took the job with Pfizer Pharmaceuticals, and that brought me to this, like, cold, dreary place during the winter. Yeah,
0: hey, I can but relate to that. That's man.
3: I got, a, I got a little DJ business on the side, so i try to hustle. You know how it is.
0: Hey, I hear you, man. That's good for you, man. Good for you. Where'd you go to school in Rhode Island? Uh, Johnson & Wales University. Okay, where's that at?
3: It's in Providence,
0: Rhode Island. Oh, okay, right in the big town there. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: All right. Well, folks, you listening to him. We got him live and I'm real happy to have him. Dollars and cents. Me and him gonna be doing some things in the future. Uh real happy to be uh hooking up with this homie here. So if you got any questions and I know you do out there, jungle brother, you send them our way and we gonna get to him, man. So if you guys got anything to ask as we get into our talk here, you know he's a big Steelers fan, big buckeye dude dollars and cents so dollars let me turn it over to you man um cincinnati pittsburgh uh the game of the weekend and for for a lot of people unless you're a cincinnati fan but why don't you go ahead give us your thoughts from a hardcore steelers fan? what did you like and um, and if anything what didn't you like um in that game
3: nah you know man i was actually uh i talked to earlier going in that I was uh was optimistically nervous which I was you know um missing uh Le'Veon Bell missing D'Angelo Williams um you know Cincinnati has a really good defense um you know they have some great personnel but um I would say overall I I cannot be upset about anything man they they played very hard and um you know they had some adversity so The main thing I was a little bit concerned about was the defense. You know, I mean, it's like, yo, I mean, pretty much, I think they were like ranked 23rd, one of the worst defenses in the league, especially against the past. So, you know, I was a little bit concerned about that. But uh, I will say, you know, watching the game that uh, they did well. And believe it or not, uh, Mike Tomlin did a fantastic job of getting the fellas up. He did a really good job as far as coaching, um, you know, um, game management, and just being strategic and really just kind of having the players still have an edge and not take any crap from uh, Cincinnati, but at the same time, you know, they kept their heads about them. So, you know, I I can't say I was really disappointed in anything, to be honest. I mean, besides the
2: shenanigans
3: at the end and, you know, the fans throwing bottles on Ben Roethlisberger or any player, you know, while he's hurt. But other than that, man, it, it was a good game.
0: Well, good to hear. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. And you know, my dad's from the Pittsburgh area, so I grew up with the, you know the Steeler blood and and all that stuff back in the day. And I remember my dad's hometown people would rent buses to go up to the old Cleveland games at the old uh, mistake by the lake, and <laughs> they help you know watch the old games, man. And really, probably one of the more underrated rivalries in sports is the Cleveland Steelers rivalry. But we'll save that for another ch- uh, um, dime there, because we are talking about Cincinnati. W- w- tell me, w- what did you, you know? Speaking of the Bengals, their homes. What did you think about them? What did you think of Cincinnati's play?
3: You know, um, here's the thing. I, if you look back throughout history, I mean, Cincinnati has probably had players. When you're talking about uh, arrest records and, and things like that, been in trouble, when to follow the law. I think they probably led the league. Um, as far as discipline, and, and it is what it is. You know, when you play a, a, a sport like football, obviously you're not going to have choir boys, boys. you know. I mean, it's you're going to have some bad dudes up in there. But, um, you know, the main thing, I mean, I was really just kind of disappointed in just some of the, the shenanigans and antics that happened throughout the game. Um, and that's on both sides, too. Don't get me wrong. You know, the Steelers weren't choir boys. But, um, you know, you talk about it started off as just a really good football game. And then it just turned into, like I said, the long, a scene from the longest yard movie. And we had saw it coming. I mean, uh, you know, that had happened previous. And then they also have some history with the Bengals with Burst that pretty much ended Le'Veon Bell's, um, season short twice. And I mean, he's got a long track record. And then you got, um, Pac-Man Jones. So I, I was just kind of disappointed that a good game turned into, you know, some, some things at the end, you know, and, and, and players potentially. You know, some get you know careers ended. So I didn't really like that. But other than that, it's a rivalry game. They're too hard. Uh, you know, too hard to nose those teams. So that's kind of what I saw. You know, watching it from the beginning to the end.
0: All right. Well, let's just you know, everybody saw the game. There's no need to really hash maybe the numbers and all that stuff. Let's just get right to the nonsense at the end. You know, since <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati did a hell of a job. Coming back in that game, taking the lead, you know, scratching in front of the home fans. The place is on tilt, and then the nonsense starts, man. Then you know, I mean, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and you know, everybody's got two cents worth. You know, joy. Obviously, there's a rule against coaches being on the field. You know, Joey Porter apparently goes Pac Man, and he gets a penalty. Um, obviously, we saw the hit, and now people are talking about. Um, if he have, uh, he was faking, you know, um, being hurt on the field, all kinds of stuff going on dollar. What did you think about that? And the accusations against, um, um, you know, a couple of your Steelers, uh, going for the Academy award in uh, acting school there.
3: Um, the one thing I will say is, I mean, Antonio Brown's a class act. I mean, you know, he does his little shenanigans after the, he gets a first down or whatever, but, um, he's a hard nosed player. And I, um, he's never really taken – you know, he's not like Heinz Warder where he's taken any cheap shots or um, he's, you know, blocked anybody. So I'm going to disagree with, you know, Pac-Man Jones saying that he was faking. I mean, these guys play with each other. So to me, that was kind of surprising that Pacman Jones decided that he wanted to, uh, you know, come at him like that. Um, you know, as far as him talking about Joey Porter coming on the field, it's kind of interesting. Um, I I try to pride myself on being, you know, not necessarily drinking my team's Kool-Aid, but he is right. Joey Porter did come on the field and, um, you know, he wasn't supposed to be there. But what was interesting was that I think Pat Jones um, failed to mention was that when Giovanni Bernard got knocked out, there was about six or seven Bengals uh, coaches that came on the field too. So, yeah, you know, I, he should have got a penalty for that, Joey Porter, but the interesting thing was is that Pac-Man Jones wasn't even around. He came back, circled back around, and then kind of entered the fray versus when you have some of the other linebackers or whoever that was on the field that could have checked Joey Porter. I do believe one guy bumped him, so, you know, he he should have got a penalty for it, I agree, but um, just in general, they just lost their cool. They just lost their head. And, you know, they were more bent on rubbing the Steelers nose into it and, and inflicting some, you know, some, uh, payback retribution. And then that's what happened. And it cost them. I think it's steamrolled. Now, again, I think Pac-Man Jones, he's going to be a free agent. So I think he just, it, I, I don't want the guy out of the league, but man, the brother's a great player. He's, he changed you know but yeah see that's, that's the and, free
0: agent and right and i didn't mean to interrupt you there reggie but that's where i was going no, with it man uh, you know pac-man truly had one of the the great turnaround stories going for him you know he got into a lot of trouble back into the back in the day obviously but man you hadn't heard nothing of pac-man getting in trouble acting a fool he seemed to have finally gotten it and not only that, Dollars, he, you know, he was a good player again. You know, he came back and, you know, was, was you know, making money doing this thing. But I wanted to get this out to you here. Is, um, I don't know if you may have heard this or not, but um, via NFL.com, Pac-Man says he will apologize to Antonio Brown, but wait for it only if Antonio agrees to sit out the next game. So what do you think about that, Mr. Dollars and Cents?
3: I mean that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> exactly.
3: I mean that that's like somebody telling Pac-Man, um, you know, hey, uh, as long as you don't go to the strip club, we, we won't suspend perfect. I mean that that's ridiculous, man. So again, uh, Pac-Man. Now I wouldn't mess with the brother because he seems like you know you got some of them some of these cats that no matter what he kind of reminds me of a Steve Smith. You know he'll go at whoever he don't care. You know he definitely you know, from the streets. But at the same time, man, brother's just got to gotta look out for his future. I mean, you know, he's saying all this stuff, and then you got to try to get a free agent contract. So, you know, GMs and everybody else is looking at all this. And, and so, you know, he, he just needs to chill it out. His agent, somebody needs to tell him, okay, it's not a good look. And again, you know, it's not like he hit somebody who, who was despised, you know. Antonio Brown... When classy, one of the best receivers in the league my opinion the best so <laughs> you know i
0: Batman, hear you Batman, brother Batman. <laughs> all right <laughs> folks we yeah we are chopping it up with reggie lawrence aka dollars and cents here on sports done right you can find me every tuesday night here on spreaker.com i am in the executive mansion and i by the way minnesota gopher fans our team's getting blown out by 20, uh, 39-19, three just under 4 minutes left in the first half. It is getting ugly here. 6 and 10 is the Gophers overall record 0 and 4 in conference. So, as we get back here to our main man dollars and cents, Reggie Lawrence, dialing in from the Great State of Michigan here up in Kalamazoo. Reggie, uh Big Ben has torn ligaments in his shoulder. Uh realistically, I think he's playing uh, what say you, my friend?
3: Yeah, I'm um, Big Ben. Uh, we talking about a, the guy almost died. I don't know if a lot of players. People may not know that, but he was in a very bad motorcycle accident where he went through the windshield, and um, so he. he uh, I mean, he's, he's a tough guy, so I definitely think he's going to play. Now, how effective he's going to be, I don't know. You know, and then there's also a um, they're saying there's a good chance that. um, because of the NFL concussion protocol that Brown may not play. But I definitely see, um, you know, Big Ben playing. But honestly, I just think that uh, Pittsburgh's just too under man. You're, you're talking about going to get the number one defense and then Peyton Manning back pretty much you know it's just 80%. It's going to be a tough feat regardless if Big Ben plays. And even at 100%, um, it's going to be tough. So, But I expect him to play.
0: Oh, uh, I, Yep, I totally agree, man. It's the playoffs and – This is how Super Bowls get won. Let me ask you this, Reg, um, and we're going to take a break here in a couple minutes, folks. We're going to keep Reggie on the line with us. Uh, He's agreed to kind of hang out and be the the co-host, so to speak, here this second hour. So we're very glad to have Reggie on. Uh, Dollars and cents. Uh, Dollars, let me ask you this, my friend. What, you know, putting on your other hat here, you're a Denver Broncos fan. What is it going to take for the Broncos to beat Pittsburgh at home this weekend?
3: Yeah, well, if I were them, I mean, clearly Pittsburgh doesn't have a running game, so I'm going to force Big Ben. I'm going to test him and see how you know how far he can throw. I mean, I'm going to you know crowd the receivers. I'm going to stack the box, and then I'm going to dare Big Ben to to beat us. And at the same time, you know, I do think that uh, Peyton Manning is very familiar with um, carving up, you know, I would say second rate, um, secondary. So that's pretty much what I think Denver is going to need to do. It is basically, like I said, force Pittsburgh to throw the ball and then force them to beat them over the top. And at the same time, I do think that Denver is going to mix in the run, but uh, definitely um, Peyton is going to utilize a short game and just kind of carve up this um, field of defense. So, that's the
0: way I see it going. <laughs> well, my man, we got Jersey Vern out here in the chat room. And let me get out to this chat room here. Um, oh, he, I he's, see him. Exactly. So you see he's trolling you out there. But, again, we got Grego out there. Ben won't be stopped. He's going to play. Yeah, of course, of course. Jersey, Vince, you can't ask him that. Come on. Um, apparently, I don't know. He wasn't happy with one of the questions. Um, James Fuller's out here. Jersey Vern. The lovely Thorny Switch is out there as well. And, man, let let me ask you this here. The Pittsburgh Steelers um, going for, isn't, this would be ring number seven, wouldn't it? Yes. Yep. Uh, Okay, that would put them, would that be number one all time?
3: They would be number one all time. I think they're tied right now for the, with Dallas for the number of playoff victories. So, yes, it would make them uh, number one
0: wow interesting and that just hit me that was not planned because we have a Steeler fan on here or not but it just kind of hit me that yeah we're going from number seven if you're a pittsburgh fan so you know dollar let me let me ask you this my man big ben is getting up there let's talk about these backup quarterbacks now obviously michael vick has been inactivated and we got um, Landry back there as well. What do you think of the Steelers backup situation? And not necessarily so much for these playoffs going into next year. Do you think Michael Vick actually has a shot to stay on that team and to be um, the the legitimate number two quarterback behind Big Ben? Um, with the full training
3: camp, yeah, I think so. You know, I Vick came in uh, late in this, uh season, so yeah, because Landry Jones is, is horrible. And, you know, I was actually, you know, uh, one of the first people to be like, okay, well, maybe Landry Jones is decent. But, you know, after watching him just he, he almost pissed the game away, he's horrible. So I, I could see, um, you know, Michael Vick um, definitely get an opportunity. But there's also Bruce, Bruce G- G- Gratkowski is going to come back. I think they're going to have to uh, draft somebody else for sure. I mean, they're absolutely uh, – terrible but um you're looking at those three i think between Vicks, jones gotkowski and then bringing in a rookie um someone late in uh late third fourth round so that's kind of where they are but they definitely need to plan for a future without big ben because clearly he doesn't take care of his body so he, he's uh, looking pretty big I and mean, that's kind of what he's been doing each and every year is coming in a little bit heavier he's a family man now so uh, Right. More worried about that.
0: (laughs) He's real soft. And, you know, even when he started in the league, you know, Big Ben was never, uh, you know, one of these cut dudes, you know, he's big by nature, you know, six, five and, and, you know, in shape for like your average guy walking around the country, but he's not all cut up and chiseled or anything like that. And, yeah, you know, he's definitely been coming in a little heavier, a little heavier. So that doesn't help the rehabilitation when you're getting these injuries. But we're going to see what he can do. I'm sure they'll just load him up with the cortisone and see what happens there. Um, We got uh, some other folks in here uh, trolling you as well. We got Cuddy Jackson. And, uh, Dollar, this question is for you from Mr. Cuddy. Ask Dollar, how many NFL teams he's got besides Pittsburgh, Denver, Cleveland, and Detroit?
3: I only have one team that I care about. I don't root for anybody else. It's Pittsburgh. So I just happen to live in Calumet, Michigan, but I don't follow anybody. Uh, Never wear, you know, I don't wear any other colors, any other jerseys or anything like that. So it's all Pittsburgh. It has been for me for about 30 some years.
0: Okay. Do you, um, you know, up there in Michigan, uh, do you follow the Wolverines, the Spartans? What's your uh, college affiliation up there?
3: Uh, no man, it's tough uh, sledding out here. I'm a uh, Ohio State all the way, down from Ohio. Okay, State. So just lot, making sure you see,
0: you see, oh, I you. tried to slip that in on you.
3: <laughs> a lot, a lot of my physicians and doctors that I call on, it's 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 Michigan country, but uh, yeah, it was tough for being out here. These doctors were three, you know, either threw me out of the office or what. Once I let them know I'm the Buckeye fan, so. But, oh um, boy, we got. You know,
0: I'm sorry, Reg. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, Jersey no, Vern is trolling you big time. Now, I got to throw out the word allegedly, so you know where I'm going. Yes. He's getting on that quarterback, so you know what he's talking about. I'll just let you answer here, my brother. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> I do say, he said, ask a dollar about Ben's sexual habit with young girls. So here here's the situation uh, on that jersey. And again, um I call it like I see it. So I, I would never own a Big Ben uh, jersey personally because i have a daughter so that's first and foremost now to uh i always believe where there's smoke there's fire uh he was actually never um brought up on charges He settled i think two uh out of court uh, suits or whatever um regarding um you know rape allegations one in particular i will sh- share that i found was interesting but to be exact uh, the one that had the biggest scene was what happened and this is what was reported and i've read the police reports that big ben and, and a bunch of his boys were out and about and uh this young lady and her group of girls um they were out with a um br- uh, what do you call it it's ladies getting married so they had a bachelorette party so they go to the club or to the bar and um what they, they were wearing dtf down to f shirts now just because you wear a shirt doesn't mean you're asking for it but they go into of the course. dealer location and big ben along with the linemen were holding um special area for vip and they were only letting females into the the certain location where they were so these females went into the the vip section then big ben and the and his uh, the rest of some of the teammates left that location went to another location same thing they were only letting women in so at this part the same group of young ladies followed big ben and uh, the players to this other said bar, and that's where they engaged in uh, sexual intercourse in the bathroom allegedly. Now,
0: allegedly, was
3: it? You know, but did he rape I'm not saying he didn't. Would I put it past him? I didn't. I wouldn't put it past him either. From what I've heard, that Big Ben was, had been a douchebag, an ego, and he was an a-hole early on at Pittsburgh, and also at college. So. That's what I've heard. Um, he has since married a weather, uh, a big-time weather person, female over in Pittsburgh, and I think he's got two kids.
2: So, right. again, yeah.
3: I, I'm never going to candy coat it. Would I ever own a Ben Roethlisberger jersey? No, I would not. Um, do I think he's raped one of the, one or two or three of these women? It is quite possible he has, but nothing I can really do about that. So that, that's no, the that's honest you. opinion for me
0: very well said very well said from a a pittsburgh Steeler guy so all right let's do this here um we got about 20 or about 35 minutes left in the show let's take a break here um everybody we're going to reset go drink smoke whatever you're doing do it um we are going to take a break we got about four minutes and 20 seconds on this break here so um dollars go ahead reset um I'll just leave you on the phone. I'll come back to you, my friend. I'll get, let you know when we're about thirty seconds out. For the rest of the folks out there, again, thank you for listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. I am the Sports Governor with our main man, Dollars and Cents. Four minutes and twenty seconds. We will be right back and keep it tuned right here. Here we go. Here
4: we go. As the two Smelling like I fucked I really can't remember Cause I'm still kinda faded So I close my eyes And thank God that I made it Now I'm getting flashbacks Of some O.J. With the green glasses Tangerine Took it to the head Got to die with the quickness Now I need a bitch So I can handle my business What do you know I'm freaks in my rigs through my own the flow Suck it in a deep She's streaming And she's screaming And she's screaming, getting horrors But then my That i nothing That was that So kick the chorus here we go, here we go, where the two source of blue With a back, 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 yeah, yeah One, two, three, this is out, yeah The breaks with the movie, yeah, yeah The ghetto jam is about to slam With some folks from the ticket, yeah, yeah As I keep was screening, I went on With the feminist, yeah, yeah All My homies are down, chilling in the hood but bitches, well, they ain't no good to the other man, well, she might be some good cat But homies in the hood label her as a hood rat <laughs> She's scandalous So those with game can fuck And who she'll clown your ass real
2: fast If you're quick to love But when you're in that thing
4: She'll make a nigga say, Da-bum-dwee, dwee dwee but you don't hear me at all. It. Ain't nothing wrong with being a Trojan man When you're riding So let's kick the chorus, please If you like it Here we go, here we go As the tune starts to With a back, 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 bumping Yeah, yeah One, two, three If this is okay The brakes with your move, your... It's in this dope yellow Chevy Too old D to be dropped Kenwood's kicking at funk in the trunk Clean with the rag on top of me Rollin' down the shop Guess what we saw Some bitches The finest one is on my nuts She's blowing his ass. So I approached the freak of the week And I played it like a game of blackjack all that ass that she told it around, while well, I offer the backpack, and since I'm a Mac, well you know how the story goes, so all your hoes and Negroes, here we go. Here we go, here we go, as the tools wants to do, with a bad, bad track, open, When yeah, yeah. One, two, three, and this is our the breaks with your mom, pretty, really that yeah. way.
1: job done right you do it yourself when you want your sports done right you download the spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of minnesota sports talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show
0: All right. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Sports done right every Tuesday night. And before we get back on the line here with our main man, uh, Reggie Lawrence, Mr. Dollars and Cents, let's give you a quick update on the NBA. Looks like we got a final. Indiana up big over James Fuller's Phoenix Suns, 116-97. to Spurs put it on Detroit. Um, 50 seconds left in this game. They're up 106-99. Wow. The Boston Celtics have lost to Vern's New York Knicks, 120-112. to 112. And we have Memphis down by a point to Houston, 80-79, midway through the fourth quarter there. The Bulls are up 84-80 on the Milwaukee Bucks in the fourth. It's 86-79. Minnesota still trailing. Five minutes left in that game against Oklahoma City. And Dallas is holding their lead five minutes left in quarter number three and they're up 65 to 56 on Cleveland again the late game is the Los Angeles Lakers hosting the New Orleans Pelicans so let's get back here to our main man uh Mr. Dollars and Cents Reggie Lawrence Reggie I'm up here in cold Minnesota man and you you know you watched that Vikings game last week um before I give you my thoughts the Gov's thoughts on it here why don't you tell me what you saw in that game
3: Oh, man, um, yeah, um, Adrian Peterson only had two yards average. So I saw that uh, I thought he was really going to be able to get off at home. Um, he didn't. The the deep defense played fantastic. And, you know, the other thing I saw is that you know, Teddy Bridgewater still got uh, a long ways to go. Uh, but he is going to be a stud. Um, I do like him quite a bit, but, man, he just could not uh, – could not get over the hump. That defense really played their butt off. But, yeah, the untimely fumble. And then, um, you know, other than that, I don't think they, you know, could could get it back once the the ball started rolling down the hill for them, man. But they kind of – they should have had it, though. I was rooting for them, brother. No, I, really I brother.
0: agree. Yeah, it was a tough one, man. It was a tough one, especially because the way that they played and especially the Vikings' defense, nobody was expecting that. You know, nobody thought that they were going to be able to keep – um Russell Wilson and check for the most part so to speak and to slow the running game down and you know we'll we'll talk about the kick here in a second but you know we got to be honest the kicker's the only one that scored for the Minnesota Vikings I mean yeah. you know it, it was just defensively they they really couldn't have done better but in a game this close you know one team found a way to get in the get into the end zone and the other team didn't and that's ultimately what killed the Vikings, man. If they would have found one touchdown, the Vikings win this game, Reggie. What do you think? Well, I think that, too.
3: But what was disappointing is how do you give up, uh, you know, you're looking at, it, was it third down, and then they hiked the ball 20 yards over his head. So he scrambles, and then he hits the guy for essentially, what, maybe a 30-yard play? Right. So to me, that's the other thing that I don't understand. Clearly, you had a bunch of... Uh, secondary and, and you know, they were out of position and just kind of ball watching and, and watching Russell instead of, you know, really um making sure to to uh watch the secondary. I, I think that was the one major play that really hurt Minnesota and then you add in the kick. I mean, honestly, that defensive play was just brutal. I saw that I was like, Are you kidding me? So, um, you know, it's hard enough to make that when it's sixty degrees out, but you're looking at it, it's three degrees, and you let the guy scramble and then throw uh, a bomb over the middle, and then man, uh, the floodgates open. But I agree with you,
0: Vince. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. Yeah. But you know, it, it does go to show you too that that this cold weather really can be a factor, and you know, a real interesting topic that's been going around up here, Reggie. You know, the Minnesota Vikings are now moving back downtown uh, inside to play football at the new U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, which is going to be phenomenal. Obviously, Atlanta's got Mercedes-Benz Stadium coming online down there in the ATL. But a lot of fans, and you know, minus six is the extreme, but a lot of fans really dug being outside for football and said, you know, hey, long as you dress for it. You know, you can deal with it. The tailgating was off the hook. And a lot of of Vikings fans are really going to miss this type of football, which, by the way, showed that it can be an effective tool for the home team, like in Green Bay. You know, Seattle apparently wasn't, you know, after some of their players finished the game, we're, we're very glad to get on that plane and get out of here, Reggie. What do you think, bro?
3: Yeah, but you know what was interesting is, and Thorny brought up a good point back on when her and I had talked a while ago. You know, it's great as far as football to play it, but when, no one really wants to be out there, man, when it's three degrees, brother. I mean, I was just kind of looking at it. I'm like, man, I'll never forget. I passed up an opportunity to go see the Steelers in the Super Bowl when they were in Detroit. Cause I, and it's an indoor state. Oh, man, it's too cold to be out there traveling. So I can only imagine. I just couldn't even believe the Cats is out there you know, when it was three degrees. But I, I definitely think that, you know, Minnesota football, man, is uh, in that in that dome, you know. But um, I don't know if they have a good quarterback. Remember, Brett Favre had, the, you know, these huge hands, and he could play in anything. you got to have just a, a stud quarterback that really can kind of get you over the hump in that kind of weather. But it looked like they were having fun, but it damn sure it was cold, brother.
0: Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And um, we got James in here. He wants me to make sure that uh, we talk. Uh, what he? I'm I'm sorry. I got distracted. I got him in the chat room here. POTUS is over. Can hour? I don't know what that means. Maybe referring to the State of the Union. And folks, we got Reggie Lawrence, A.K.A. Dollars and Cents hey uh reggie let me cover myself for them big big comments man because uh reggie's comments are definitely his comments and may not necessarily be that of the governor's <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's true that's, that's true. right
0: all right on, man as this show grows man i gotta make sure i'm covered man because i can't be doing no time being the gov and all
3: <laughs> but uh yeah you gotta you gotta say that disclaimer it's all good <laughs> no I, no I no no dr- Jersey had asked me a question. Um, here's the thing with jer- he had asked me what jersey I wear. I, I do my thought is, is that I only order or purchase retired players, Steeler players jersey. And that way you never have to worry about a guy switching teams right in the middle of you have the jersey. So I got a Franco Harris, I got Lambert, I got Bradshaw, I got Lynn Swan, um, uh, I have Mike Webster and I got Damani Dawson. So uh, nice. that's kind of how I, I, I roll by and how I purchase jerseys or whatnot.
0: You got to get that mean Joe Green and Elsie Greenwood in there, though.
3: Yeah, It's on order. It's on order. I sent you a link <laughs> to that, that website, brother. So it's pretty legit. It's yes. Right. Yeah, on my, absolutely. On my, my list. list.
0: <laughs> and I am definitely looking into my Blackhawks jersey on there as well. So we got Cuddy Jackson in here. As he goes, I see the governor asking dollar these softball questions. Asked Dollar what happened to his poorly coached fantasy team. Oh, boy.
3: Well, actually, I took second place. I lost the Mississippi Niners or something like that in real cash radio. I just looked at it the other day, so I took second.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, That's respectable.
3: Jungle had some crazy setup in that league, man. You can only do X amount of transactions. It was crazy how he set it up. So I'll be back next year to win it
0: i hear you and we got jersey verne the old man himself i mean jersey's so old i mean he was around when central park was just a plant man this dude over here talking nonsense over here calling us kissing cousins and all man jersey just Whoa. he needs to stop you know this is an old bitter guy team ain't worth shit giants ain't one shit in a while oh. Granted, yeah, I know you beat my Vikings, Jersey. I know forty-four zero. I get all that, man. But, man, go sit down. You need some help, go see Cuddy. Him and his nurse can help you get back to the train, the, get them training wheels on the bike. You roll on down to the nursing home. Get back in the bed, old man. Get back in the bed.
3: <laughs> jersey just reminds me of my, just my uncle that played the numbers. He's just an OG and just bitter. But he's good, but he he is. good people, you know?
0: Good hey, people. Jersey's he's great like
3: people. Nothing. He like yeah. to mess with everybody he don't give a damn too he'd be cool with you one day next day yeah take your lunch money
0: exactly so but anyway man we'll let, we'll leave them fools alone let's get back into some football talk here so we got my main man james fuller out here he's down in phoenix arizona let's move it down there big game next week in uh, phoenix so why don't you give us your thoughts on that reg what do you think them cardinals gonna do
3: Let's see, now we got the Cardinals of that are going to Green Bay,
1: right?
3: Yep. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be same old. Oh, their defense is absolutely ridiculous. I think Arizona's probably got the, one of the most balanced or the most balanced team when you're looking at a defense that can hit. They ball hawk. You got a, um, a top-notch quarterback. Now, he's not Cam Newton, but I think that, you know, you're talking about Palmer. He'll sit in the pocket and he still has got an arm. You got some great receivers. You got great return. You know, they're missing um my man from uh the the honey badger, but still they didn't miss a beat when he was out. So I think that they're gonna put the heat on Aaron Rodgers, seeing as how Jordy Nelson's out, these guys can't get open. So I think it's gonna be more of the same. They're gonna sack Aaron Rodgers and they're gonna shut Green Bay down. And I think it's gonna be an Arizona blowout, in my opinion. How about you? What's your thoughts, what you
0: Really? You th- you think it's gonna be a blowout, huh?
3: I think so. Um, yeah, I just I just don't think that uh, uh, Green Bay can, can – uh, their offensive line is going to be able to hold up. And then Eddie Lacy looks like he eats every other day. I mean, he looks huge. So, you know, they figured out starts. I just don't think they're going to be able to um, get anything going against Arizona, honestly.
0: No, that's a good point. Good point. Um, How do I see it? I, you know, I, I see it closer than you do. I do see Arizona winning for pretty much, you know, some of the reasons that you stated, you know, I was real bummed out when the honey badger got injured. Again, a real good story, you know, turning uh, his situation around, deciding to put the chronic down for a minute, get paid, become a, a very good player, a very good defensive back, unfortunately, to have this injury happen. So he's done for the rest of the year. But like you said, they haven't missed the beat. Quarterbacks on point. You got Larry Fitzgerald down. Actually, you got two Minneapolis kids down there, which we love up here. Um, Michael Floyd and Larry Fitzgerald, both from the Twin Cities. And, yeah, I just offensively, I don't see Green Bay being able to deal with them. I do think it'll probably be a little bit closer than, than what, you, what you're what you thinking. But as a Vikings fan, I, I hope for an Arizona blowout myself, so – uh, James Fuller out here saying, beat them boys like they stole something. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad to see Kesey's back in here with us. Um, you know, let me ask you this. Um, you know, Rodgers, obviously very good quarterback. But like you said about Eddie Lacy, you know, is he eating himself out the league um Dollars is, you know, he he came in. He's a beast. We know he he can run the ball. He's hard to bring down, but you know, Green Bay mid season brought in a running back to kind of look at and push him in practice and to kind of send the message that hey, look, man, if you ain't willing to do the work, you can be replaced. Everybody's expendable. So I, I hope Lacy gets it back because I like him even though he's on the Packers, but um. You know, what do you think about him ultimately down the road? Can he get this weight issue under control?
3: Um, I you know, I drafted him for first round fantasy, of course. I mean, it was ridiculous. But um, I, I do think that he is a kind of a guy that um, he's going to come back stronger next year. I, I think he's going to lose some weight. Um, he just seems like that type of, uh, you know, player that, you know, will take it personal and the running back is a, is a position where, man, you know, here one minute, gone the next. They can replace you pretty much, you know, with anybody. So I definitely think that he is going to come back in a uh, slimmer shape. Um, he's still got a lot of football left, but, yeah. Um, he. You know, I, I just look at, him, look at him as, you know, coming back from Alabama, he had a couple of years. I think he was just kind of living the high life, and then all of a sudden he's like, okay, um, I need to get my stuff together. So I definitely see him coming back a much slimmer and, and a better football player next year. And I ain't going to draft him in the first round, but I'll definitely uh, you know, take a flyer on him later on.
0: Nope, I hear you there. I hear you there. All right, bro. Hey, just quick score here for us Gopher fans out there. We're still getting killed, 49-26. Uh, Goldie is definitely becoming as a Jungle, uh, calls him the groundhogs here again, and just continuing into the basketball season. Um, the other big 10 scores we got going on Northwestern beat Wisconsin 70 to 65 and Michigan is up at the start of the second half. They're up on Maryland 40 to 33 with a little bit of a shocker there. Cause Maryland is a very, very good squad and a, uh, big time contender for the final four as well so uh, you know reg before we take our last break of the evening here in a few moments here before uh, i know i see john fisher's out here john you got to let us know if your show is going to be on kicking it to with the microwave but reg let's go over to uh home of the mvp in my humble opinion cam newton carolina panthers We're out there in jungle territory in north carolina Um, what do you see on that game Uh, you know I really love what Cam Newton and the Panthers have been able to do this year I'm real proud um, of the you know maturity and everything that Cam has been able to put together this year I know people uh, they don't necessarily some people I should say wink wink don't like him when he's posing and doing the Superman and all that stuff but he is just a cold-blooded quarterback man so what do you see in that Carolina game this weekend
3: You know, I would like nothing better for Cam to go all the way and win the Super Bowl. And One thing I didn't realize is how much money he's paid out by giving away football to the kids. Uh, I mean, it's quite a bit. And I didn't realize how much the NFL charges these players when they give away football, which is stupid. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I I think if Kelvin Benjamin was there, you know, I I, I could see him going. But I don't think that – Cam Newton's going to be able to beat him by himself again. And, and I would love for him to, to do that. But I just think Seattle now that having, um, you know, Chancellor back in there, I just think they're going to really make him one or two dimensional. And, um, I mean, Carolina's defense is nice. But, you know, I think Russell Wilson coming. But the problem is, is, just you just don't know what you're going to get from the receivers. And then we all know, especially when you get in the playoff, man, it, it's the football, it becomes, you know, the game becomes tough. It becomes tight. And when you got Ted Ginn Jr. dropping the ball and Jericho Cotry, you know, you got Olsen who they can double-team or they can put Cam Chancellor on. I just don't know if the wide receivers are going to be able to catch the ball. And I'm also wondering about Johnson Stewart, how he is as far as health-wise. But I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Seattle is going to take it, unfortunately. But I am rooting for Cam Newton and the Panthers to uh, go all the way. Well, besides my Steelers. I want my Steelers to win, but realistically wise so that's my opinion vince and you know i'd love to hear what you you know what your thoughts are brother
0: man i'm rooting for cam newton i really am i think again what carolina's done has been phenomenal uh even though they weren't able to get to the the 16 and all because i i think we can all agree we're sick of listening to the miami dolphins and in particular mr mercury morris uh remind us every year uh of that undefeated season that Miami had. But I see, and as much as Seattle is, um, you know, they're very tough, obviously. They've won the Super Bowl before. They were a very questionable play from winning a second Super Bowl and going back to back. I think Carolina finds a way at home. To, to get this done, to get to the championship game. I see them facing Arizona, and ultimately, unfortunately, James, I'm sorry, but I do see Carolina getting to the Super Bowl. Not ready to go on a Super Bowl prediction just yet, but um, I, I see them really being able to put it together here to get to the big game, Reggie. So that's how I see it. Carolina, Arizona, in the NFC. I do like Pittsburgh to come from the AFC especially if Ben can kind of put this pain away. Now, again, torn ligaments are torn ligaments, Reg. So I've never had them. So I don't know exactly the the pain and everything, the motion that's involved. But if he can play, you know, watch out. Watch out. That's all I got to say. And so... Antonio
3: Brown to make it happen, brother. I'm telling you. You're going to need Brown. If Brown's out, you might as well. It's a wrap. Forget it.
0: All right. So, hey, we got that Ninja out there, our main man from Huntsville. And Ninja says, Dollars, I knew your answer before you started. Dollars, you haven't watched Carolina. Their receivers catch the ball. Jin drops bombs. He catches every tough pass. Who are Seattle's receivers? Do you want to go back at Mr. Ninja, sir? <laughs>
3: you, got, you got Baldwin's out there. You got Lockett. I mean, you also have Russell Wilson. It, you know, I mean, he he's a, he's a playmaker too. So I was just saying that, you know, when you're looking at Seattle's defense. So uh, I also said that you know, I would like for Carolina to win, but it's just a prediction. You know, if Ninja would like to bet me, I'm open to bet. How about that? I mean, so everybody can hear it. I'll, I'll bet my thoughts on Ninja, whatever he would like to come up with a bet. Let's do it. You got knocked
0: the fuck out, man. Dang. So we're going to put some apples, some ducats on this. All right. Ninja will we'll await your response, sir, in the chat room. Go ahead, Reg. We can put apples. We can put a beverage of your choice, a beverage of my choice,
3: whatever, you know, whatever you would like to do. We can do this. There's no points. Just go straight up.
0: Hey, me and Sluggo did it. And I would like to thank Sluggo for uh, buying me that bottle of Patron, by the way, too, man. I appreciate that Sluggo. So, Reg, let's do this here. We're going to take one last break here. We got about eight minutes we're gonna come back we're just gonna wrap things up we're gonna spend just a couple minutes tying up everything here with reg uh aka dollars and cents um james fuller we miss you in minneapolis my man and every summer you know where we we used to kick it brother we used to kick it uptown rolling around doing our thing and i know you miss it so this is for you my friend we're gonna wrap this up and we will be right back with dollars and cents
1: When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show.
0: All right, folks, we are wrapping it up. The last couple minutes here with Sports Done Right. right. Man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. We got just everybody's been chatting, having a good time. Big old chat count on tonight's show. That is awesome. Man, all I can say is thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting Real Cast Radio. Not just this show, all of our shows. Uh, Dollars and Cents has a show. Uh, Thorny Switch has done a show. Dr. Kim, Jungle Brother, Fisher, on and on and on it goes. And so on a personal level, again, just um, from the bottom of my my heart, thank you. We're working on this website to get going. And uh, Dollars, man, if I can get this website off, we're definitely going to have to have uh, you uh, do a little bit of the music for that, sir.
3: Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I'd love to. Appreciate Our, it, brother.
0: Hey, no problem, man. No problem. So before we get out of here, Dollars, I'm going to toss it over to you. Why don't you take a moment or two, uh, tell people about your show. Tell people what, you know, you got the DJ thing. Um, If anybody should happen to hear this out your way, you know, how can folks get a hold of you?
3: No, I appreciate it. For one, I wanted to say uh, thank you to uh, Jungle and also Jersey. And Jersey, you know, you remind me back when I was pledging, man. I really appreciate you because you helped me develop a thicker skin because you just harassed me 24-7, but I appreciate it number love um yeah i got a little dj business out here in michigan you can go to my website uh www.djdollarsandcents.com you know so i'm always looking to help help out i'm gonna try to produce some stuff and send some music your way so thanks everybody for uh listening to me i know y'all got other things to do i appreciate it i appreciate the feedback and also the comments and good and bad it's all good it, whatever doesn't kill you make you stronger thank you and thank you thorny and, Ben, thank you for giving me this um, opportunity to come off for a quick minute, man. Um, hey, I appreciate thank You a great job, brother.
0: Hey, I appreciate that, man. I, that means the world to me because, um, you know, I was real scared when I got started doing this, and I just try and get better with each show. And by having guests like you on now, and, and again, got to give it up to Spreaker because with the Skype interface and able to take these calls and make calls – and have uh, good brothers like yourself on here, and the rest of our posse, man, it's it's a wonderful thing. And I look forward to getting some of that music too, so we can get it on the show. Look, uh, hey, one
3: more thing, I wanted to let everybody know too is I mean, um, I've been in the pharmaceutical business for what probably about twelve years. So you know, a lot of times, you know, as African Americans, we have you know high blood pressure, just different things. But you know, if anybody ever needs any advice or questions or anything like that regarding health, pharmaceutical, stuff like that, please feel free to reach out. I can help you out in any way. You know, questions as far as coverage and you know what I'm saying I know it's off top subject, but a lot of times when you're dealing with insurance companies and, and drugs and disease states, it could be challenging. So I'm here for a resource if anybody has any questions or any help. All right. Thanks a lot, Ben. Ace,
0: hey, no problem. And and thank you again and um look forward to having you on here again real soon, dollars. Yes sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dollars and Cents, Reggie Lawrence the- and <clears throat> Glad to have him on, glad to have him on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap up Sports Down right. And all I can say is thank you so much for listening. I appreciate everything. Keep listening to the Real Cast channels. Jungle Brothers got some good stuff coming up. We got some fun stuff coming down the line as well. Some good interviews that are going to be lined up. So thanks again for listening to Sports Done Right. And, well, I was about to say go Vikings, but whoever your team is, support them and enjoy a fun-filled weekend of football.
1: Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 730 Central, on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T, right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.